Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, what's up, everybody? David Rutherford back here at the Schwab Impact Conference with my team of uh, uh, incredible guys from Pioneer Investments. And this is the, the Schwab Impact Series uh, sponsored by Pioneer. In order to help you understand the power of what great investment is about and what it can do for you. Our first show that we launched just a little bit ago and it's available on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Navy SEAL radio. You can find the first little show. I talked about what it means to embrace your fears with your investments and to embrace your fears as, as a, a person in the financial industry because it's one of the key components to get you started, to get you going, to, to really start thinking, man, this is an important part of my life and I need to, 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 to really get dialed in on it. Well, now we're going into show two, right? And this show is all about an innovative approach to investment management. Now, the, the kicker to this show is that I will not be alone. I am not riding solo. I've got my swim buddies here with me, and I'm going to go down and read off a little bit about who they are and what they do. So I've got Paul Marino, Marino, who's the Senior Vice President and Head of Sales of RIA, Bank Trust and Multifamily Office. I've also got Henry Orvin here, who's the Senior Vice President and Head of Business Development for Pioneer. And I've got my man Jimmy V here with me. And, and Jimmy is a Senior Vice President and Portfolio Consultant. So, so boys, how's it going today? Going great. Going great. Going great. Yeah, and things are, uh, how, what are you, how are you digging the conference so far? Well, Schwab Impact is always the most impressive conference in the industry. Uh, having it in San Diego, which is such a great backdrop, weather-wise, picturesque, great to take a walk outside. So I don't think it gets much better than this from an advisor conference. We're really happy to be here. Well, that's cool. That's cool. And Henry, what do you think about it? I mean, you've been coming to these things for a, a decent amount of time. I have. It's been uh, many, many years. And Schwab is an important partner with Pioneer. In fact, it's one of our most important relationships we have. And for Schwab, this is their top their top event. I mean, every RIA that's anybody's here. Wow, that's awesome. Now, can you guys touch a little bit about why Pioneer believes it's so important to have a presence at, at the Impact Conference? You know, from my perspective, running the RIA and Bank Trust Group, you have to be with the biggest player in the space. And there's no doubt that Schwab is the biggest player in the space. So for me, looking to grow what we do in that space at Pioneer Investments, Schwab immediately catapults itself to the very top of partners, and uh, they're just critical that we that we have a presence here, that we are active, and that we are sharing the best of Pioneer Investments with the attendees that show up. And I think from a firm-to-firm firm level, uh, Schwab is just a great partner. They're easy to work with. We know we have a great relationship, long-term relationship with them at multiple levels, and they're just good some a good good firm to partner with long-term. And I mean, let me tell you something. This is no small feat to put together a, an event like this. I mean, it's, it's incredible. You come in here, you see the biggest and the best in the business. Um, you get to, not only do you get to give information and share information, but you get to learn a lot. And, you know, we are very fortunate to have a partnership with you, David. And, and we feel privileged You're to gonna have you You're going to make me blush, here. Paul. I no, love it. I we, love uh, it. We feel privileged <laughs> to have you down here because you know what? 
our partnership with you, we consider that the very best, and we're glad to be able to share with all the people at Impact. Well, thank you. It's it's a real privilege being with you guys. Now, I, you know, I've I've been a you guys have been one of my biggest clients and 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 one of my best teammates for the past five years. I, I truly feel blessed by our relationship. But you know, one of the interesting things is is to try and do new things and to try and bring new ideas. And and Jimmy, what do you think about? what Pioneer does right now and, and how they're trying to make a, a different type of impact at the Impact Conference. Yeah, no, um, great, great theme. So we're really, really looking forward tonight to partnering with you. We have a very intimate and uh, we think will be very uh, introspective dinner set up at Beach A Restaurant. Um, but then we also recognize that uh, after a long day of conference, it's good to have a uh, uh, a little fun and relax and let loose a little bit. So we also have an after party come up, uh, coming up at 9 o'clock um, at the Altitude Sky Lounge. So we're, we're trying to get the best of both angles there, but um, looking forward to both both events very much. Well, I think it's going to be awesome. I'll tell you what, anytime I get to hear myself speak, I love it. Wait a minute, I just <laughs> said that open yeah. it. I, that was my inner monologue not working. All right. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you another thing, David, that I'd just like to mention. This is the first time that we're actually taking a stab at social media at the Impact Conference. like I don't think anybody at Pioneer has ever done a podcast before, but I can tell you this much. It won't be the last time that we do a podcast here. And I think one of the things that we're doing as a firm is we're trying to reach out through social media to our clients and give them information the way that they like to receive it. And so this is just the beginning of what we feel will be a, a new venture into technology and social media and podcasts to be able to deliver information to our advisor clients in the, in the manner that they want to receive it. I, I love it. I love it. So one of the things that I think when people are going to listen to this and they're going to think about, you know, first off, you know, who is Pioneer Investments and, and what is where does their history come from? Why should I choose them over everybody else? Right. So, Henry, maybe you could tell us a little bit about the, the history of Pioneer and, and what they what kind of company they are and where they come from. Yeah, Pioneer is one of the oldest mutual fund companies in the business. It was formed in 1928 in the birthplace of mutual funds, Boston, Massachusetts, where we are to, still today. Which is a great town. It's a great town. <laughs> um, by our, our founder, Philip Perret. He was uh, actually named the uh, grandfather of value investing by Warren Buffett in one of his books. So we obviously have a very long history, a very rich history, uh, but it's a history that's you know based on an investment approach that we recognize patience is how you invest for the long term. It's an opportunity that you know we've grown now over these 80-something years to one of the larger portfolio manager firms in the country. Uh, we're global. We're in 27 different countries and probably about $250 billion in assets under management. So a major global player in the marketplace. And I think one of the things when you talk about Phil Correa, I think it's so critically important that it wasn't just about absolute returns, David. Mm -hmm. It was about risk-adjusted returns. And we were fortunate as a firm. You think about somebody who started a company in 1928. You know, Phil Correa lived until 1998. Oh, wow. wow. And his presence has been felt at Pioneer and still exists today. We take risk management incredibly seriously because of the lessons that we learned from Phil. Now, Phil wasn't a great investor because... You know, he because he, he got lucky. Phil was a great investor because of the work ethic that he put in to actually doing the security analysis. And also what that security analysis did was it helped him avoid the things that you shouldn't have been investing in at times where people were just trying to gain access to the market. All those things we still do today in each of our portfolios. 
And I think it shows with, not, like I said, not only the, the absolute performance that we've gotten, but the risk-adjusted performance, which is critical in times like these. Well, I think, you know, with the, the way markets have been changing, especially since the crash and the way they're going to continue to change and the way that that people address risk, they're looking for that, right? They they ha It has to be built into how they evaluate where they're going to go in the future. You've got to maintain a margin of safety. And again, that was a lesson we learned from Phil Correa back in the day, and it's a lesson that we take very seriously today and we implement in all of our portfolios. Now, one of the interesting things that you, you, when you got when you think about that, you think about that, you know, as you integrate that risk performance into what your the products you guys are selling is, you know, you have to also say, but you got to be on the cutting edge too. You got to be innovative, because if you maintain, you know, what you were selling in the '70s and the '80s, you know, it, it it's not going to be sexy nowadays, and and so you've got to be innovative. So, what types of innovative solutions are 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 you guys available to offer to advisors around the country? Well, you know, innovation is in our blood again, and I'll go back to 1928. The thought of a mutual fund was, you know, unheard of. It was like, wazoo, yeah. yeah. Going, going to your friends and family and pooling money together in, into an investment pool and then gaining exposure to the markets. Because remember, back then, it was very difficult and expensive to access the marketplace. Right. But, you know, Phil had this vision, and he said, you know, I can I can allow people to to, to join in. People the, on the street, to right? Yeah. To join in the growth of America. Yeah, that's huge. Right? And, and to join in these great companies, what they're doing worldwide. And so he was, he was able to do that with diversification. Take it forward, right? We were one of the, the first firms to, to expand into Europe. Wow. And now we have a presence not only in Europe but throughout Asia. Um, and all over South America. So one man, one innovation. Fast forward to the late 90s, one of the first multi-sector bond funds in the history of the mutual fund industry. And then fast forward to today, we've taken uh, um, a, a, an expertise that we had in-house, investing in, in the reinsurance market to launch the Pioneer ILS Interval Fund. It's basically taking risk from the reinsurance market to the capital markets and, uh, you know, it's, it's it's incredibly innovative, and we're one of the only solutions on the street for advisors. Henry, where do you see the innovation? Because you've been around the industry a long time, and, and I know you always look at me like that. But what I, what I see is a, an incredible wisdom, and I think a lot of people really want to understand, all right, with innovation, there's also some risks, though. How do you guys, you know, how do you guys minimize that risk with, with your funds? Well, I think... First of all, we're, we're careful in what we look at in innovation. We have 34 funds. We don't have 340 funds. So we're, we're not putting out product just to put out product or innovation just to be creative. We're trying to do it in a very focused manner. ILS, as Paul mentioned, is one of our more creative products. But we're also taking it in a vehicle. We're stepping outside just the 40 Act Mutual Fund into NextShares, which is going to be exchange-traded managed, managed funds. And that's going to be a product that's going to be able to carry our strategies in a very innovative, cutting-edge way, going probably well into the 21st century. And and just to get back, you know, one of the things that we have these incredible investment professionals, and we have a very level organization, so they get to share ideas. The way we came up with ILS was as an investment for ourselves inside of our fixed income portfolios to diversify. It was with that intent. Where did you the see the need? What sparked that, though? What was, what was the market telling you that said, hey, we've got to do internal stuff, something right away? It's it's who we are. David. Right. We, That's we, cool. We, we, we have this deep and never-ending search for value, and it comes from Phil Gray. I can take everything back to that guy. That's how incredible he was and the lasting impact he's had on our firm. So in that search for value, 
we found ILS. We, we researched it, invested in it, used it ourselves as a fixed income shop well before we ever brought it to the market as a dedicated solution for advisors. And it's proven to be a very, very wise thing for us and a fruitful thing. Well, well that's awesome to hear, you know, I mean, because you, you, you think, you, you get out there and you listen to people and obviously, you know, there's always a, a new flavor out there, right, with ETFs right now and other types of uh, products and, and people shift based on really what the greater the greater market around the world is driving. Now, how do you guys foresee that, you know, mutual funds, one, are going to hold their value long term, that are going to be that, that, you know, that, that non-risky investment, but also, you know, how are, is Pioneer connecting and enriching the advisor experience too? How does it, how do they keep the advisor focused on mutual funds away from the other flavors and, and really to say, hey, this is where you want to stay? Well, look, there's always risk involved in anything you do, but the, the most important thing is diversifying the risk, right? So when you're talking about mutual funds, professional management, active management, over the course of time, that's always worked, and, and it's, it, it's, it's something that we'll continue to do and provide for our clients. Then take that another step further. How can we provide solutions to our advisors so that they can then deliver them to their clients? So we've had three different programs, and you know, a lot of people... They're innovative for the wrong reasons. We're innovative for the right reasons, I believe. And one of the things that we've stuck with is behavioral finance, right? What do people deal with the most? Fear and greed, how to overcome that and make the right decisions for their clients. We have a whole module and kit that we can take out to advisors to show them how to navigate through the behavioral well, finance. What's that portion. kit look like? I mean, what do you, I mean, what do you give the, these advisors? I mean, when you show up at their door and they want to understand behavioral finance, and I know that's the big hot topic because... I mean, I'm giving speeches out there when you guys are going out and other firms are bringing in guys from Wharton or Harvard. Or I met this one kid who had a he had a doctorate uh, in finance from MIT, a doctorate in in uh, economics from Harvard. And his whole job for a giant bank out there was to understand behavioral investment. So that's a big hot topic for people to understand why they're purchasing certain products, where they want to store their money. So when you put that package forward, what's it look like to your clients? So we've gone back and done a lot of a lot of research throughout history, and we've used our professional money managers to show them the practical ways in which you're supposed to look at investments, do your do your analysis, and make investment decisions, including looking through investment policy statements and looking at it from the lens of a fiduciary, okay. which means putting your client's interests before your own. And then secondly, you talk about Harvard and MIT. We've hired a woman uh, and had a relationship with a woman, uh, Kate Livingston, from Harvard Business School. And she's just a tremendous asset. Not only does she get into the behavior when it comes to finances, but she'll also do a scan of your brain to let you know how you think so that you can start to analyze how you're making decisions and whether or not those are the right decisions for you. Well, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. And if, if you want to hear some more about this, this kind of this new advancement on thinking. Tune in later on this afternoon for uh, another live edition of, of the Schwab Impact Series with us, where we have Luis Viciera, Luis Viciera on, who is a dean of students at the Harvard Business School. He's going to get back on with Paul and Henry and I, and he's going to talk about what he's doing over at wealthmanagement.com, which will be a, a really interesting topic. So, but before you know, we go into this, Henry, one of the questions I got for you is, can you speak uh, about any re unique recent ways Pioneer has reached out to the advisors uh, and to provide them with the new types of education that they really need. Because you and I were just talking about it before with all the Department of Labor re regulations coming on, 
we were saying, hey, man, there's a, a big contingencies of, of, you know, more senior advisors are like, you know what? I can't make a living in this day and age. How, what's going on that Pioneer is going to help those in the struggles? And the guys that Jimmy is having to run into, the younger guys out there, what is what are they doing now? And how is Pioneer going to help them? Well, you talk about embrace the suck, right? <laughs> and the fear. I think I think all of us in this industry are concerned about the DOL regulations. And we've been trying to be very helpful with um, providing where, where needed the type of education on the product. Look, DOL is a thousand-page uh, ruling that's going to change this industry completely. And we've got to be prepared for it. FAs are prepared for it. Their broker-dealers primarily have the responsibility to uh, prepare for it. And as financial or as asset managers, we have to be prepared in terms of product, education, and uh, delivery of that information so that, if nothing else, I think we can help them with their fear and understand they've got a partner that will help them through this process and providing them that kind of uh, that confidence that there is a bright side coming out of this in the long run. Are you, are you, when you're out there talking to guys, and it's awesome, just watching Hugh here today, I mean, so far there's been seven people that knew you from the industry, people you've worked with and been around. So you really get a sense that the industry is kind of a, a small unit, right? And it is close, and there's a lot of... So the word on the street about what's in the future and what's happening is, is, is you know, are you guys really integrating that into how Pioneer thinks about its clients, about new types of ideas that, that value added you're given? And, 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 and how do you translate that into to real world, you know, benefits to your clients? Yeah, I think the, obviously the purpose of DOL is, a, is to uh, a fiduciary responsibility that advisors have. We've always looked at advisors and, and our, ourselves as having a fiduciary responsibility, putting the advisor, putting the shareholder uh, first. So we're prepared for DOL, and it, it's going to take a multitude of, of uh, avenues in terms of product, in terms of share classes, in terms of education. But I can assure you we're ready. The mutual fund industry, as you mentioned, is a small industry. Uh, while it is big, we all kind of know each other. And there's been a lot of talk about it in the last 12 months, certainly. And I think the industry is ready to react. It's the broker-dealer community that really has to take the lead on this because they're the ones responsible for the FAs. Now, now, when, real quick, I want to ask Jimmy a question. So, Jimmy, when you're going out there and you're, 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 you're active with these guys day in and day out, I mean, you're on the street, you're pounding the pavement, you're knocking on the doors, you're going in. Most of the time. Most of the time, you know, other than <laughs> when you're you know, trying to get the beat down through, through long 100-mile runs, right? Yes. That's exactly. coming up in the future. When you're out there what, and, and working with some of maybe the younger advisors out there, what kind of ideas are, are they professing? What, where do they see the market going? Where do they see? Because obviously there's there's got to be a little bit of disconnect because these people are just getting started. They're just right. building their books and their businesses. What are you telling them from your perspective? Well, so one thing that we think is always going to be uh, top of mind and important and valuable to advisors of, of any age, uh, particularly RAs, is the expertise um, and the knowledge base that our portfolio managers and analysts have in home that we've developed in-house. And so we always want to be sure that we are supplying this information, this knowledge base, in, in a way that the advisors and REs can adapt and digest. And so we've built up a very robust team of CPMs, or client portfolio managers, and they basically supplement the conversations that myself and my colleagues have in the field so that any advisor or any RA can have a very in-depth, very detailed and granular conversation about a certain area of the market. Whatever area of the market that they have a question or concern on, 
we can we can espouse our views. That was that was one of the, the things that I love most about you know working with you guys is is that granular view, right? And that that is really where you reduce that level of that emotional risk, right? That physiological, you know, that that my God, I'm good, you know, I can't do this. I got to get a new product or whatever. And when you guys provide access at that depth with really these brilliant people that work within Pioneer, you see, you know, that 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 level of fear kind of subside and they feel more comfortable about doing business with you, don't they, Henry? Yeah, I think so. One thing we did was we also came out with a series of webinars uh, talking about the DOL. We provided a webinar with some of the, the best in the industry. They're outside of Pioneer. Fred Reich is one example. Brad Campbell, um, who uh, worked for the Department of Labor. So it's not only the expertise we provide, it's also providing outside of expertise to the, to the FAs to give them some comfort level, knowledge level, so that they know we can find our way through this. Awesome. Paul, what do you think about all this? Well, I, what I would add is later on today, we're going to do the, the podcast with Louise on um, the, the, the survey that we did on alternative investing. And that didn't just come from the, the clear blue sky. That came from guys like Jimmy and his counterparts at Pioneer going out and speaking to advisors and finding out what their pain points were. They needed And that's huge. That's yeah. that's so huge because, you know, I always see, because I, I love probing these guys. I go in, I do my thing, you know, and, and I say, hey, where is your pain? And what's happening? Why are you struggling to bring in a new generation of advisors in? That's a big hurdle I'm seeing out there. And also, you know, a lot of people with their money are, are, are thinking about different things. I mean, real estate is coming back pretty strong and people are putting their, you know, their investments there or through it, phil, through, uh, philanthropic issues. So, you know, it's an interesting change in dynamic that's going on. Uh, what, you know, how does Pioneer, uh, how are you guys strategizing for the future? And what are you thinking that is going to happen that, you know, you guys are going to be at the cutting edge of what's out there, Paul? Well, look, I think we're always going to maintain who we are at our core, which is a core fixed income and equity uh, investment. Now, why so? How come you don't want to change and do something wazoo? No, that that doesn't mean that we don't create options for ourselves. But we'll always be that core investment firm because that has, has, has been time tested throughout you know the our entire industry so we always want to be able to provide that yet again going back to the very start of this conversation when we talked about how innovative we've been throughout time we understand that the environment is changing the climate is changing and we need to do things a little bit differently and a little bit a little bit better and we need to be innovative and so with the things that we've talked about we're going to talk to our clients find out what their pain points are find out where they lack expertise that we have to be able provide. to provide solutions. That's for that. cool. That's what I think. So many people out there are 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 looking about in in terms of, you know, they're they're really searching for what's going to distinguish them amongst everybody else, right? Because I think the FAs out there, the competition is tough. And nowadays, it 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 doesn't and with you've got online FA capability going on with that, and they're really attacking the market. I mean, their market share is pretty small right now, but it's growing, and it's you know people are saying that's the wave of the future. And, you know, I see all the time, especially, you know, in the, the years after 08, 09, people, if they didn't get quality service and get the detailed information they were looking, they'd just go to the next person and then the next. And then, and jumping in firms is like nothing. So I think, you know, the, the, the value added, you guys, is critical. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. I think some of the value that we can add, too, is leadership. You know, I think a lot of times when, when things were under attack, DOL, changing markets, passive versus active, 
you know, you can be that proverbial deer in the headlights and, and stand there. I think one of the things that Jimmy does in the field and our field people do is to provide not only education, but also give them some ideas and tell them what, lead them through this. And they need to lead their clients through this because a lot of people are concerned about what's going on in the marketplace. And it takes leadership to get that out there. And that's hopefully one of the other value adds we can add. Thanks to you, it's a topic we, we constantly talk about. So, Well, thank, thank you, Henry. Appreciate it. And David, you know, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, this industry has been around, like we said, uh, 88 years. It'll be around, I think, for another 88 years. Do you and really believe that? Do you really believe that the current status of the financial investment world and where we're at will be similar to this in 80 years? You know, that's a huge question, man. David, we'll never see the dark days that you saw when you were serving our country uh, overseas. <laughs> I mean, we really appreciate you doing that for us. I mean, I can't thank you enough for your service to this country. Well, well let's and take if you a, can yeah. get through that, yeah. okay, we can get through the, well, the no, dark let's, days. Let's take a comparative analysis, shall we? All right. So you look at us, and, and, and granted, World War II, street to street, you know, town to town. Yet we went away to the, you know, to the hinterland of uh, the Chosan Reservoir, Korea, to the jungles of Vietnam, uh, to these smaller little conflicts that spread out. And, and then, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan, two separate battlefields, two separate styles of war, but we're operating at the same time. And now, now we're back in. You look at the surge of Mosul right now, and it's street to street, town to town. So it's come back. Now, the advancement in our technology and our training, our tactics, techniques, and procedures have advanced forward to meet the, the, the level of the enemy. I foresee the same type of thing needing to happen in the finance world, right? Your enemy is the fact that the markets fluctuate as much as they do. The new norm is the chaos, right? And then the fact that uh, you have, because we're in a global market, the manipulation of currencies, in my mind, is our greatest struggle that we found. Now, we were just talking about earlier before, because Europe is struggling, they're crashing, right? The Brexit, the Brexit was massive, I think, in terms of you know denigrating the, the, the euro. You look at uh, the BRIC countries are not pulling their weight again. And then, of course, you know, China with its, its constant you know, flux of how they regulate their currency. Does it put us at a disadvantage or do you believe that the dollar's the gold standard, it's going to stay the gold standard, and then the products within the gold, the gold standard are our future? Hey, you brought up a lot of things there, but here's what I can yeah, tell I'm just, you. I'm free fire on you right now. That's all right. That's all right. I can yeah. take it. Let me tell you something. At the end of the day, when things get tough, people want somebody on the other side that they can call and talk to, that they know has experience, that they know has been through it before, and that they know that, that, that it can be managed. It can't happen on your own. If, if somebody gets dumped a boatload of money, okay, what are they going to do with it? Do they have any reassurance that they're doing the right thing? That's where we come in. And this industry was built on that very fact. We talked about fear and grief before. People can't handle it on their own, and I don't blame them. You know what? If the pipe in your sink breaks, don't call me because I won't know how to fix it, David. Okay? Call the plumber. All right? And, 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 when the, and, when the, and when the stuff hits the fan and we need somebody to go stand on the front lines, I will call you. All right. And when, and when people are need professional investment management they will come to this industry for as long as time will tell we will do our job like we've done for 80 years 80 more years i'll say it again and and probably even well long after that what do you feel about that henry yeah i said well let's let me tell you what we'll be here in 80 years people are still going to need to retire they're going to need to save money for college social security going to be around to help us probably not so those needs those client needs 
providing income, capital appreciation are never going to go away. So the need for active management will be here. Will it change? Will we have to be innovative? To your point, in the World War II, we had to fight a common enemy. Today, we do it with different technology, with different vehicles, and I think that'll be the case in the asset management. We'll have different vehicles, ETMS, ETFs, but at the end of the day, we've got to provide a service, and that is allow people to retire, save money. Well, that's great. That's great information right there. I think that's what people are looking for out there, right? I mean, you know, it, it is not a, it is a very complicated thing. When you start getting into the different products that are available and you see, I mean, it's, it, it changes. And, and I, the big new scare is, is, is rate hikes, right? And, and how is that going to affect investment? Is that going to slow people down? You've got over-regulation, rate hikes coming, you know, the, the currency changes. All. So it is a perpetual state of fear. And, and I, what I really love about working with Pioneer is you guys do have the long-term track record of success. And that's a very positive thing to be a part of. And, and I think like what Jimmy, what you were saying is being able to provide the, the insight, right, in these kinetic environments is huge. Yeah, I would think you mentioned my, uh, my uh, longevity in the industry. The good news is I've seen a lot of things come up in that 30 some odd years I've been in the business that we look at at the moment and say, we're not going to overcome this. This is going to be a game changer. And I can remember when it was going to be load funds are going away. It's all going to be no loads. It's, it's always something comes up, and we find a way, and we find a way either around it, over to adapt. through it, to adapt. And yeah. if you don't adapt, then you go away. We've been able at Pioneer to find a way through that maze and that uncertainty. I love it. That's and, awesome. And, and the industry is strong. You know, there, like you said, you got to touch back on the need. The need is always going to be there. And where there's a need, there's a way. I wake up every morning thinking about how I can go out and affect somebody in a positive way. And I take that to my job every single day. And I think you have an industry here. Look at all the people that are here and involved at Schwab Impact. It's amazing. The passion never dies to provide services for our clients. And as long as that need is there, there will be people to ring the bell. I love it, man. That's awesome stuff right there. Well, gentlemen, man, thank you so much for this little route. Let me thank you for your service to this country. We really appreciate having you here. And thank you, too, for yours, Henry. I appreciate and it. And before we go, I think I'd be remiss. You know, when we talk about the value that we provide to advisors, I think you're right at the very top of our list. You could talk about behavioral finance, Social Security, DOL, but how do you take all that and organize it in, in, a, in a, manner, a manner of leadership? And, David, the lessons that you've taught me and Henry and the rest of our management team are invaluable. Thank you. And I want to thank you for providing that to Pioneer for many years. I want to thank you for providing that to our clients for many years. And I look forward to many, many more years of not only working with you, but being your friend. And I'll be your swim buddy any day. I don't know if I could hold up to you, to, to you but I'll try. <laughs> well, I, I know you all. I appreciate it. And, and you know, for the listeners right now, I, I really have had this wonderful, fruitful relationship with you guys. And, and it's been a remarkable thing to be able to pull the frog logic concepts and, and share them with your clients in a way to help them realize that there are there is a pathway to manage all of the stress. There is a pathway to manage their fears. There is a pathway to work better together as a team. And in a greater sense, I think what, what true investment is about is that greater sense of purpose. What, is your, what does your money really mean? 
and what is your long-term money going to be able to mean to others, right? And that's why I think it's been such a, a symbiotic relationship. And again, gentlemen, I, you know, I'm so privileged and honored to be here with you and uh, look forward to the next thing, uh, which will be a, a live interview with uh, uh, one of the smartest dudes out there. So <laughs> please tune back in and thank you all for participating. All right. Thank Thanks, David. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.